Let's go over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Welcome in to Hour 3, the Power Hour, on Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Join the conversation now on the Long & Foster Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, or text Rick and the show at This rainy Wednesday. Text lines open 47 2990 Of course, it's game day for Tech football. Joining us now, the voice of Virginia Tech football. It's time for the Roth Report from Washington, D.C. here on BDST. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer, current ESPN broadcaster, and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. And good morning, William. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Nothing like a football Wednesday for the Hokies, and uh, <laughs> that's where you're, uh, we are off to next. Uh, good morning from D.C., rainy Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's going to be a wet track today. We were looking at the forecast, man. It's going to be raining a higher game, it looks like. It looks that way. Some heavy rain as well. But Hokie fans are here. You know, this is, we were talking about it last night on Tech Talk Live. I mean, so many times we ask these Northern Virginia Hokies to make the trip down to Blacksburg. At least now we're giving them a return game. We're we're giving them a, a game where they don't need a hotel and they can just drive over to the game, which is really exciting for so many of these people up here. Yeah, Tech fans going to be very well represented today in that stadium. It's a smaller stadium, right, uh, up there in Annapolis. Yeah, 34,000. It's where Navy plays its games, and uh, it's about 45 minutes away from, from D.C. proper. So it depends on where you are in northern Virginia. But uh, the, the concern, you know, they have the parade, um, and we're going to miss it because we'll be over at the stadium, but they have Medal of Honor winners that are going to be marching down the street, the Budweiser Clydesdales. That's it's a big cool. day for the city of Annapolis, Maryland. And uh, we like Clydesdales, and it's always great to see Medal <laughs> of Honor winners. Unfortunately, it's going to be a little bit wet for those guys in the, and, and uh, the, the fans and the people of Annapolis that go to the parade today. It's going to be rainy. Yeah, the pageantry surrounding this bowl and what it means is terrific, no question about it. That'll be a noon pregame, by the way, for uh, Bill and the gang coming up. Um, with the 2 p.m. 
kickoff over on the Bear. And uh, the one thing about this, Brent Price talked about, it was talked about a couple weeks on the show, Bill, is that continuing momentum, very important right here in year number two with this win. Yeah, you know, there's such a positive vibe to the program right now. And I've been around the players up here at, in D.C., and, and you see their emotions and how excited they are for this bowl game. And, you know, we've seen, like, Syracuse clearly was not really interested in playing in its game, and the result of the game showed. Uh, the Hokies, and I've not been around any of the Tulane players, so I, I can't tell you how they feel about it, but I can tell you the Tech's really excited about continuing the way it played against Virginia in, in its final regular season game over in Charlottesville. I can tell you the coaching staff's really psyched about the 15 high school players it signed and, and the young men in the portal who have committed to play at Tech. And a win today... You know, I think everyone understands no one's claiming this is a college football playoff game or a traditional New Year's six ball, that type of thing. But what it does show, Rick, is kind of the progress that Pry and his staff are making, what they inherited, what they went through last year. And, and now this is just another step in, in so many people are working so hard to get the Hokies back to where we all want them to be. And I think this is just the next step in, in that ascension. And Kyron Drones preparing for his first start in a bowl game here for Virginia Tech. This guy is all business. I've seen him since we've been up here in D.C. several times. Uh, he is focused. He is all about preparing and winning football games. He's – I'll be honest with you. I don't know him as well as uh, some other players, uh, but I can tell you his habits, and that is he wants to win as a quarterback. He's really focused winning as a quarterback. And you can see it in the way he's always carrying around his notebook. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's all business. He, he is all business. There, there's a lot on the line for him. And, and with these receivers that he has coming back and with Tootin coming back and the offensive line coming back, next year could be a very, very big year for him. And I think he understands that. And the people in his camp understand that. And it really starts today for him. Yeah, I was very impressed when we had him on the show. He said, you know, off air, he was concerned. He goes, I'm not great at this. And I said afterwards, I said, you were terrific. You, you were prepared and ready. Kind of sounds like the way he approaches playing the football game. He's always going to be prepared, that kid. He's really, yeah, he's really, he's really like that. And he's like that in the classroom. You know, he's, he's working to get his stuff done. He's, he's, he's really mature, and I'm glad he's a Hokie. Well, what are some of your points today about Tech, what they need to do? It was interesting yesterday, Brent Pratt said, look, it's just about us and what we think we need to do. Football one-on-one has to be in line, and I agree with that. I think he's made a great point. What are you looking at today for Tech to have success? <laughs> so last night on, on the radio show, we were at the, at the hotel down here. All the Hokie Club people are there, and our coaches are there. And Zach Mackey asked me the same question. And I said, I want to see the Hokies run the ball. I want to get a bunch of touches. And Coach Pry was there. He goes, what are you, coaching the darn team now, too? And he laughed, <laughs> jokingly. Uh, but I'll repeat it. I, I, I think the more touches Tootin gets, the better for the Hokies. But I told Coach Pry, I said, all right, here's what I'm going with. I want to see John Love kick eight extra points. <laughs> and he laughed back. He goes, eight? Eight? You're going for eight? I got to get eight? Eight? No. Um, Jokingly, no, you know, it's just like the, the, the that NC State game, and, and coach mentioned it after the game. The Hokies didn't get him ball enough, whether it's handoffs or tossing it to him or throwing it to him or handing it to him on an end or whatever it happens to be because you know he lines up in different places. You know, you know, Felton emerged down the stretch as a big play guy for the Hokies the last three or four games. I think it could be a really exciting game offensively for Tech. That being said, of the wet. 
track could slow you down a little bit. And I guess the, and the only, other thing is yeah. the two, the Tulane players that are in the, that are in the portal, the top two, you know, the top two defensive linemen, one's going to Houston and one's going to TCU, their first team All-American player. They're playing in the game. And 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 that's what's so unusual about this game is Tulane is that all these guys enter the portal to transfer, but they've not opted out of the game. So at least on defense, the Hokies are playing the regular two-lane defense, even though the guys are going to be at different schools in two weeks. Offensively, the quarterback is out, the top receiver's out. Um, but the, the two-lane defense, which they created 25 turnovers this year, uh, tops in, in the country, and uh, that's what they're good at. So the Hokies have to hold on to the ball in a wet field. And Tech's defense, would that be probably the, the only concern just because of the injuries to Peoples and Stroman today? You know, I think if you went back and watched – if, if, if it was the NC State game or, or the Louisville game or the Florida State game, any game that Tech gave up big runs, okay, those long runs, the issues were at safety. And so, yeah, Peoples and Stroman both being out hurts because uh, Makai Hughes, the tailback for Tulane, is legit. He was the conference rookie of the year in their league, rushed for over 1,200 yards. Uh, their quarterback's out, so clearly they're going to rely on Hughes a bunch. I don't think... Of all those big plays Tech gave up this year, I don't think in any of them, Peoples and Stroman were on the field. But when you take them both out, um, yeah, it's it's a concern uh, in, in that regard. I think the Tech's corners are great. The two of the best, we might have the best corners as a tandem coming back in the ACC next year. But safety is a concern when you've got two really experienced good tacklers, savvy guys with high football IQ that are both out. So, yeah, that's the concern if you're a Tech fan today is Peoples, and particularly in, in the open field and getting Hughes on the ground today, he and Stroman being out are, are a concern. And at least for fans, and I had a couple people ask, I'm not mistaken, they moved to field turf, right? They have field turf up there on that stadium. Is that correct? Yeah, but it's still going to be pouring down rain. Yeah. So, and, and the other thing is, you know, Tulane's won 10 straight games away from home. And I, I, Coach Pry brought up something really interesting. He says they, when on film, he's talking about Tulane. They look like a team that's gone twenty-three and four the last two years. They're always in the right position. They don't commit turnovers. They don't commit penalties. When there's a mistake, a teammate helps the other guy out. He can tell that Willie Fritz did a great job over the last eight years coaching Tulane. And Yuki says you can tell by the way. It plays Tulane's defense really, really well coached. You can tell the way they are, they play that they're twenty three and four in their last twenty seven games. That's pretty strong. That's really impressive, by the way, for for Tulane. It's amazing the reclamation project that he, uh, Coach Fritz, had to undertake right at a place like that, which you never think about football and success, right, and what he was able to do. It's really incredible, really. No, not since you know Mac Brown won there. Yeah, and and. There's good athletes in, in Louisiana, but Tulane's got, like so many of those private schools, tough admissions, and it doesn't have the the regional fan base of LSU, which is just up the road in Baton Rouge. But I'm excited to see how the Hokies play. Enough about Tulane. I'm excited to see how the Hokies play, uh, carrying the momentum of the UVA game up to Annapolis today. It's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll take a break, come back. SMA update, yes, it's going to be happening because a lot going on, even though school is not in session right now. With that, we'll have the Baker team game of the week. A lot for Bill to consider there. 
and the NRB Heart Clinic Top 3. All that's coming up with the voice of Virginia Tech football. You'll hear him on the call today along with Mike Burnup, Zach Mackey, beginning at noon with the pregame, Tech and Tulane. More coming up with Bill after this. Stay with us. Hi, Frank Beamer here. When it comes to football, I can talk your ear off about game plans. But if you're getting ready for retirement or already retired, you need to talk with a financial coach. You need to talk with Brian Bowen at Integrity Financial Planning. Brian focuses on two things. First, protecting the money you save for retirement. And second, helping you create additional income to make your retirement more enjoyable. You know, one of the biggest threats to your nest egg is high taxes. Brian and his team will help you come up with a strategy that's designed to minimize your tax obligations. Call Brian today at 540-266-3100. Tell him Frank Beamer sent you and ask him to help design a winning strategy for your retirement. That's 540-266-3100 or online at financialplanningva.com. Frank Beamer was compensated for his time. Opinions are of his own. Integrity Financial Planning is an independent financial firm that offers a broad array of products and services. Insurance license in Virginia, number 692334. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies the arcade and bowling at true value hardware for your home improvement projects visit first in maine today the official entertainment destination of virginia tech athletics louise baker the louise baker team of long and foster realtors don't let cooking for the holidays add to your stress reach out to connie hale at buffalo and more in reiner for meal ideas and family style catering She is now offering grab and go, stop by for a quick sandwich and drink, for dinner ideas or a great dessert to take home with you. Let Connie do the cooking for you this holiday season. Louise, Marshall and Rhonda wish you the very best of holidays for you and your family. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech's sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. It's the Roth Report here on BDST from Washington, D.C. And the SMA folks going to be on hand in full throttle capacity today. You know, we're going over is uh, protection for cameras when it's raining. Nice. The, the cover, because we have those, too. And they're going to need them today. So check <laughs> out the coverage. You can, for, for those that don't know, you can, you can see what our kids are doing. Uh, read their stories and watch their video packages on social media, uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, 3304 Sports. Just search for that, and you can see our kids up here today. I love it. Great opportunity. Yeah, they're, they're going to do great. They're going to do great. They haven't really had a bad weather game yet. The Purdue game, they, they <laughs> came back inside, right. and we didn't play when it rained. <laughs> today, they're going to be playing in the rain. Uh, good stuff. Great experience. <laughs> Got to get used to that, too, right? It's going to happen a lot. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It can't all be sunshine and roses. All right. Uh, Baker team game of the week. I have no idea which way you're going to go. This is impossible. I struggled with this today. You know, there's four bowl games today. Our game here, the Hokies and Tulane, and the, the Dukes-Mayo game, yeah, North Carolina right. against West Virginia. Drake Mays opted out. I, I can't I can't figure out the Tar Heels. 
and uh, I think I'm going to go with WVU in that one. Uh, Louisville and USC are playing today, and again, it's not the same SC team that played most of the season, and for Jeff Brom and Louisville, it's a great, great opportunity, but it's out there on the West Coast, so not a home game for SC, but that's a long way to go. That would be a really big win for, for Louisville mm-hmm. and Brom if they could beat them. Uh, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, sounds like an old does. Southwest Conference game, doesn't it? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I went through it. You know, the college football playoff games um, on Monday look good. The Bama-Michigan game should be really fun to watch, don't you think? Yeah, I yeah. think so. There's a lot of intru- a lot of side stories there from Texas-Washington, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what else is coming up on Thursday? The Pistons play the Celtics, Rick. <laughs> yeah, and, and The, the uh, Pistons have now lost 27 games in a row. <sighs> Uh, one shy of the all-time record, the uh, 72-73 Sixers hold that. But you know, their their 28 in a row came over two seasons. So so you know, this will be impressive to lose 28 in a row in the same season. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> that Sixers team in '73, they ended up losing. They lost 73 games. I I, I cannot imagine being in that locker room or being. You know, one of the broadcasters. I know. Every night, you imagine, yeah, losing. It's like, I mean, this is intended as a joke. At least the Washington Generals, you knew you were going to lose, but there was a purpose (laughs) to the game, right? Exactly. Sure. Sure. Right. The Globetrotters are winning. Yeah, right. Did you ever see the Globetrotters play the Generals? Oh, yeah, all the time growing up, man. Yeah, it was the feature game. Loved Head it. Head coach Red Klotz of the Washington Generals, they <laughs> never were able they never were able to solve that confetti in the no, bucket thing. No, no, it always got if the game was close, that was always the turning point. And when they, whenever it came time for a free three, uh, a free throw, Meadowlark Lemon would pull the shorts down to the free throw shooter, and they never called <laughs> they that. They never would call the foul. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, the Washington Generals could never solve that. But 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 the Celtics are are, are probably going to beat the Pistons, so that'll be the twenty eight losses in a row for Detroit. Mm. But that's not our game of the that's week. That's not although, it either. <laughs> although I am going to check the score just to see because absolutely when when the Pistons do win, they're not going to lose all eighty games or no. eighty two games. No, when they do win a game, and they're they're, they're going to catch somebody on the back end of a two game road trip or something like that. They'll they'll beat somebody. Or the team, they're going to make some changes, right? They'll, they'll I would sign think. some players. I would think so, yeah. They this started two and one sports. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, our pick for the Baker team game of the week presented by our dear friend Louise Baker and her team. Uh, it's a huge NFL game Sunday. It is. Dolphins it is. at Ravens. It's got major playoff implications uh, for both teams. You know, the, the, the AFC playoff race is really interesting. But at the top... You know, the Dolphins and Ravens are right there. The Ravens-Niners game Sunday looked like a Super Bowl preview, didn't it? It and, did. It did. It felt like it. They, yeah. Boy, Baltimore looked great. That's a good call, so, I think, of that game. Yeah, that's. I think that's the right pick. That's and a, I don't know what – I think it's the I think it's the late game. I think so. I think it's the – yeah, it has to be, right? I would think they would have flexed that one. Which means – yeah, which, well, it's it's at four. I don't think it's the night game. Oh, it's I, a four game. Okay. I, I get, think, Well, it makes so, sense. Which means it's going to be dark in yeah, Baltimore on right. Sunday, right? For the second half, and it'll be really good. We'll see. Dolphins war- broke out their green jerseys oh, the other day. I mean that. Why they ever switched from that classic look? I'll never understand. But they'll be uh, they'll be in white. 
They'll be in the Dolphins' white, and the Ravens will be in their purple Sunday. So that's our, S- uh, our Baker team game of the week. Yes, yeah, true. CBS wasn't going to let that one go. They weren't going to let that one <laughs> slide to Sunday night. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic Top 3. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3. Now back to Rick Watson. And this is very timely for today's bowl matchup for the Hokies. Yeah, because the Hokies are playing an 11-win team. And I, I, look, I can't find the last time the Hokies <clears> – in fact, it's never happened. Now, Tech has beaten a team that has won 11 games. Right. Back in 2005, for example, West Virginia finished 11-1, and but the Hokies played them in Week 5. They were 4-0, Tech won in Morgantown. West Virginia dropped a 4-1 and then won out. But technically, the Hokies did not beat an 11 win team. Yeah, right, right. So it's all semantics, right? They beat a team that won 11 games. Okay. This time, today, this team has already won 11 games. And that that's what that's what you got. So, you know, they're they're ranked and I'm looking at the the, the three bowl wins over the best or at least the most highly ranked teams the Tech has played. Oh, okay. And uh that's our top 3. Number 3, twice the Hokies have beaten a team ranked 16th in a bowl game. Uh Louisville in 2006 and Clemson in 2001 in the Gator Bowl they were ranked 16th in the 09 Orange Bowl the Hokies beat Cincinnati when they were 12th that's number two and uh, technically the best team the Tech ever beat in a bowl game was number nine Texas in the 1995 Sugar Bowl that's a great list man just looking at that you're on the call for all three of those games yeah and Tulane finished you know, they finished ninth last year. They beat SC in the Cotton Bowl, brought everybody back, won 11 games this year, but they lost in their conference championship game on their home field. But we're catching them. Uh, you know, Coach Fritz has gone to Houston. Mike Burnup brought up a great point, Rick. Mike Burnup brought up a great point on level seven. He said, you know, in two weeks, in fact, in two hours, it's not gonna, no one's going to care that Willie Fritz went to Houston, Right. And their quarterback opted out. Same thing for Louisville today. I mean, no, if you beat USC in a bowl game, no one's going to care that some of their best players opted out. You beat SC. And SC still has great players. And Tulane's got a lot of really good players. And again, the Tulane players that that entered the portal and are transferring to other schools, the guys on defense are playing today. So... It's it's kind of weird. I was joking. I said, "Is it going to be like the Senior Bowl, and they're going to wear the logo and the helmet of their <laughs> other team, put a sticker on there?" <laughs> right, because that's what you, that's what you got. You got you know this this guy's going to, to TCU. This guy's going to Houston. He's all conference, but he wants to play one more game. Same with the quarterback. The Horton kid's in the portal. Uh-huh. He's transferring. He's going to start against the Hokies today, and it's it's just so surreal. I. I heard you talking before we got on the air. You know, it's just not right. I mean, what, not. what the kid at what Rodemaker did at Florida State. Oh my God! To, to bail to bail on his team like that. Here you have a chance to start in the Orange Bowl, right? Against Georgia, and create a name for yourself and a, le- a legacy. Imagine, just imagine, right? The coaches put a lot of time in at Florida State, right? Imagine yeah. if they would have beat Georgia, right? His you resume, yeah. 
<laughs> I know. I, I, it would have been a, one of. It, it, I mean, Florida State's won a lot of great games, obviously, over the years, national championships and whatnot. If they if they were to beat Georgia, that would have been incredible. And instead, Rodemacher, after ten days, bails on yeah. his teammates. And and I think that goes back to back to Tech, what Coach Pry talks about so much: the culture. You got to have the culture, and. You know, we've, we've got a couple of kids that are in the portal that are going to leave, but they're going to play for the Hokies today as well. So uh, I, I think it'll be a great game. I'm excited about it. Again, carrying over the momentum from the UVA game I think is huge. It's been such a good second half of the season for Tech, and now we need to end it on the right way. They got the coaches' convention and then winter workouts start. We got three weeks. All these, all these early enrollees from high school – uh, some of the 15 high school kids, some of them are coming in in January. All the portal kids will be here. We'll have a whole bunch of new Hokies when we get back to Blacksburg to start classes on January 16th. So it's coming quick. And after today, we turn the page to 24, and the Hokies look like they could have a really good team in, in 24. Yeah, truly no offseason, really, nowadays. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, listen, man, we'll be listening to you guys uh, starting at noon over on the Bear with uh, all the coverage leading up to kickoff. Zach and Mike and I are ready to go. In fact, uh, they're waiting for me right outside the hotel. So we are off to Annapolis. Anchors away. Be safe, my friend. All right. Take care. Have a great call. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll take a break. Come back from one Hall of Famer to the next. David Teal joins us. We'll get his take on the game today. I'm going to talk to him about JMU as well and about that Florida State situation. It's really, really nasty what Rodemaker did. It really is. We'll be back. Stay with us. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Avellino's and Bull and Bones. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling at True Value Hardware for your home improvement projects. Visit First in Maine today the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster Realtors. Bill, Rick, and I are offering more chances to win tickets to Virginia Tech's men's and women's basketball games. Our next giveaway will be January the 3rd, during the Roth Report starting at 8 o'clock. Virginia Tech women's tickets against NC State and men's tickets against Miami. These are exciting times at the castle. Listen to Rick Watson, Big Dog Sports Talk, each morning for more details. Bill, Rick, and Louise, your sports connection in the New River Valley. 